Hi, it's Dwyer, February 15th, 2022, just a few days after the Super Bowl. Let's talk sports betting, but first remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, let me just make a few points here, and I know it shakes people up, but you want to show up in the casino while everyone's distracted, while they're dealing with a hangover from some big event, right? While the people in Vegas are happy and high-fiving each other over the largest take in several years by sports books, right? It's when the odds makers have taken their eye off the ball that you want to strike. I believe that time is right now, right? By the way, it's this way every year. The Super Bowl takes place. People believe that they don't know what's going on. The odds are all over the board. The values are all over the board. Now, this is not for the squeamish. I admit we don't know what teams are going to do in the NFL draft. But understand, the NFL draft is a bit of an illusion. You can pick a guy like Trey Lance and not get a lot out of him his first year, right? A lot of these studs in college don't quite make the transition to the pros. That guy who you were certain was a perennial pro bowler on the day of the NFL draft might actually have growing pains. Worse yet, might not be that good, right? Let's remember the high-impact rookies will just go by who won Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Jamar Chase, he wasn't picked at the very top of the NFL draft. Mac Jones, he wasn't picked at the top of the NFL draft. Others at his position were picked ahead of him. So right now, what I want people to do is to look at futures because that's where you get leverage. That's where you're getting quality teams at outrageous prices. On the NFL futures, I believe the best deal on the board right now, and no training camps haven't opened up, right? No, we don't know what vets are going to get cut, right? Folks, it's not even springtime. It's still winter. You mean to tell me that you're going to give me a team that might have been the best in the AFC, right? A team that looked like they were headed for the Super Bowl with less than 15 seconds left in their game against Kansas City, right? A team that you don't want to play, quite frankly, in their home stadium in cold weather because there might be snow on the ground. There might be one of the NFL's most loyal, most fanatical fan bases screaming for the team. And that's the Buffalo Bills, a team with one of the best quarterbacks in all of football. Now, if you followed the Bills, you understand that you're lucky to get a plus 700 on the Bills to win the Super Bowl. You're lucky. Because if this team is alive late in the playoffs, you're looking at much worse odds than this, 
right? The bill is plus 700. I consider that a bargain. Unless there's some major injuries, I don't expect the bills to drop far below a plus 700. I like the bills at a plus 700 right here. Now, understand the way futures works. You just want to get in the game. In other words, you just want to have a team. So then when you get to the playoffs, if that team can make it to the playoffs, and that's a big if. There's heavy risk involved. You have leverage in the playoffs, right? So let's say the Bills were to get to the playoffs. Let's say they're playing at home, at least the first round of the playoffs. Let's say the Bills are able to win that game. They're able to get to the later rounds of the playoffs, the semis or the conference finals. Well, at that point, since you're sitting on a possible plus 700, you can actually put some money on the other team. If the Bills are the home team for that week, you're actually dealing with leverage on both sides of the play because the Bills likely would be favored against their opponents. So you'd be getting better than even money on the opponent. By having the Bills and their opponent, you'd be guaranteed the winner in the next round of the playoffs. Right? I like the Bills at a plus 700 right here. I like the Kansas City Chiefs. Not that I think they're better than the Bills. I understand there's dysfunction. I understand Eric Bieniemy might not return as offensive coordinator. But I get Pat Mahomes, one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Here again, I get a very good home field advantage. Committed fan base. They turn out for the team. Of course, I get the stars on the team, right? Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. And, of course, I'm getting KC at a plus 650. Now, here again, casual fans will look at the number of teams in the league, and they'll say, wow, a plus 650? You know, that's not commensurate with Kansas City being one of, whatever, 30, 32 teams in the league. Look, this is an elite team. This is a team that made it to three different Super Bowls, right? Think it through. This is a team that, quite frankly, hosted the AFC Championship game. I believe this is the team that you want to at least have a share in. I don't believe in KC as much as I do the Buffalo Bills. I really don't. Even though KC came back and beat Buffalo in KC. But a plus 650 is an excellent price for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now let's start cooking with gas. Okay, in the NFC East, I don't believe in Philly. The Giants have a new head coach. I don't believe in the Commanders, the Washington football team's new name. I believe those teams have a long way to go. To me, the Dallas Cowboys, statistically, one of the best teams in football last year. I know they blew it in the playoffs. But the Dallas Cowboys are almost a shoe-in to win the NFC East. Right now, that's how it looks in mid-February 
this video might look different in mid-December. But I believe the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. They're just in a different place than the other teams in the division. What that means is that Dallas makes the playoffs. What that means is that Dallas likely hosts the first playoff game. I get the Cowboys here at a plus 1,600, 16 to 1. Sign me up. Let's go further. And it's going to sound like we're picking a lot of teams, but understand when you have leverage, you're able to pick a lot of teams and still make a profit. You and I know that the Baltimore Ravens, one of the best franchises in football, continuity at head coach, a quarterback who's very hard to defend against, who's already won an NFL MVP award. The Ravens didn't make it to the playoffs this year. But my goodness, you know they're a good team. You know they got hit by a lot of injuries this year. Right? That's unusual. That's not going to happen every year. You just saw their tight end look great at the Pro Bowl. Right? They have talent. They're going off at 22 to 1. Folks, do you think you're going to be able to get these odds in October of this year? I've added the Ravens to my betting portfolio. I can't believe how lucky I am. Right now, let me pivot right here for hardcore gamblers. Some of these casinos have props based on division. Right now, I want people to look long and hard at the Ravens' division. You just had the Bengals in the Super Bowl, didn't you? Mike Tomlin with the Steelers has never finished below 500 in the league. Right? If you're just going by trends, chances are the Steelers are going to finish 500 or better. Let's face it with Cleveland. I know people like ripping Baker Mayfield and yada, yada, yada. Folks, Cleveland's loaded with talent. Loaded. Nick Chubb. Does it ring a bell? Miles Garrett. Does that ring a bell? Right? So right now, everyone's looking at Odell Beckham. By the way, that was a tough loss on a prop. I recommended Beckham over 62 and a half yards. He gets over 50 yards with a touchdown. In the middle of the second quarter, then, of course, tears an ACL. Such is betting. But right now, because Odell looked great when he left Cleveland, people are saying, hey, what's the problem with Cleveland? Right, folks, Cleveland could well flip the switch this year. So there are props where they ask you, hey, do you think a team from this division is going to win the Super Bowl? And they'll give you magnified odds. Right, This last year, had you picked the NFC West, and you could pick more than one division, had you looked at the NFC West and you thought to yourself, wow, Arizona looked great out the gate last year. Wow, the Rams have a lot of talent. Wow, the 49ers have a lot of talent. Right, By the way, the other team has, in my opinion, the second best quarterback in football, Russell Wilson. That's the Seahawks. Didn't work out for the Seahawks. 
But believe it or not, you could have taken the NFC West last year to win the Super Bowl at something like 4-1. to one. And you would have been laughing during the NFC Championship game because both teams were from the NFC West, the Niners and the Rams. And you had leverage. You had the winner. You knew you were going to have a representative in the Super Bowl. Well, let me just say, the AFC North, in my opinion, is one of those divisions. Now, I'm here recommending the Ravens at 22 to 1. Right? Just understand, if you place a bet on the NFC North to win the Super Bowl, you're getting the AFC champion Bengals. You're also covered with the Steelers and Tomlin. Right? And, of course, we all know Cleveland has talent. Two years ago, they beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Just food for thought. Let's talk about some other completely ridiculous mispricings right now in casinos. Folks, the Patriots made the playoffs last year. I would argue even without Josh McDaniel, you know the playoffs, excuse me, you know the Patriots are one of the best coached teams in the National Football League. You know you don't want to play New England in New England late in the year. Right now, you're getting the Patriots at 25-1. to 1. As good as Mac Jones looked his rookie year, you and I know that these high-ceiling quarterbacks, and that's who Mac Jones is, right? A guy who starts, gets his team to the playoffs his rookie year. Think about that. It's in their second year that these quarterbacks really explode. Think Joe Burrow. Right, so as good as Mac Jones looked his first year, the game's going to slow down even more for him his second year. Now, while I believe Buffalo wins the division, you mean to tell me I get the Patriots at 25-1? to 1? Folks, when are you going to get better odds than this? Let's... Stay in the AFC, because there's where the crazy odds are. How carried away are we by the fact that Ryan Tannehill throws a pick on the Titans' last drive? Right, folks, they were playing the Bengals who end up in the Super Bowl. Tennessee, let's be clear, was the one seed in the AFC. Mike Vrabel is one of the best coaches in the National Football League. He still has Derrick Henry. You remember the backup, Henry's backup, gaining all kinds of yards against the Bengals. You remember the number of sacks they had on Joe Burrow in that game. This is a talented team. Okay, they did beat the Bengals. All right, that game had some turnovers. It happens. You mean to tell me I'm getting a team that was just the one seed in the AFC, and I'm getting them at 20 to 1? Folks, again, when are you going to get odds like this? 
Let's switch over to the NFC here. Who was the one seed in the NFC? It was the Green Bay Packers. You and I know you don't want to play Green Bay. I don't care what happened in that Niner game. That Niner game's an outlier, right? Blocked, you know, punts and all this other crap, you know, block punt, return for a touchdown. Come on. Green Bay is a juggernaut. They've been a juggernaut the last few years. They were the one seed in the NFC. I'm hearing they're backing up the truck for Aaron Rodgers. I'll take the risk. Right? I'm hearing they're backing up the truck for Aaron Rodgers. The numbers they're talking about are well over $40 million a year. Now, I'm Aaron Rodgers, and I'm thinking, okay, do I want to leave this? A team that was the one seed. Do I want to leave this organization? When you think Green Bay, you're thinking Bart Starr. You're thinking Brett Favre. You're thinking Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers knows how close they came. He knows that that 49er game was a bit of a fluke game. Also, the Niners under Kyle Shanahan have a high ceiling, don't they? Right? This is the team you can't sleep on. You mean to tell me that I'm getting 14-1 to 1 on the Green Bay Packers right now? I'll take the risk on whether they sign Aaron Rodgers. I guarantee that if I open the paper up and I see Rodgers agrees to stay with the Packers, who are offering him big money. You're not going to be able to get 14 to 1. Keep in mind, they're offering you, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the game. At 14 to 1. Now, maybe I'll have egg on my face. Maybe I'll open the paper and I'll see that Aaron Rodgers has decided to play for the Miami Dolphins. The Denver Broncos. Right? In a division, let's be clear here, where KC made the playoffs, the Raiders made the playoffs, the Chargers narrowly missed the playoffs. Right? Think about, by contrast, how easy the Pack have it in their division. Right? Minnesota can be tough. Minnesota's going to have a new head coach next year, folks. I would argue the other teams in the division aren't competitive. This is almost an NFC East situation. So I believe Rodgers returns to the Packers. I'll take the chance. At 14-1, to I'm getting compensated for the risk. Because I know if Rodgers was already committed to be a Packer next year, I wouldn't even be getting 10-1. to Let's switch leagues for a second. NBA. You know, I know things are in flux in the East. Can we agree in the West, things seem to be pretty clear, right? The Phoenix Suns at a plus 450 need to be in your betting portfolio. They were in the NBA Finals last year, folks. They're looking great this year. Let's also be real here. 
Just like Odell Beckham got hurt in the Super Bowl and that bet tanked, I'll agree. If you see Chris Paul holding a knee or Devin Booker is out, okay, I agree. Right? All of these teams, though, are vulnerable to injury. You're getting Phoenix at a plus 450. Let's dig a little deeper in the West. You remember the team that was the one seed last year coming out of the Western Conference? The Utah Jazz. Folks, you're getting them at 12 to 1. 12 to 1. You've got to be kidding me. Right? The Jazz, when healthy, are a juggernaut. I understand some guys, Joe Ingles is gone and he's not coming back. He's been traded. He's not healthy. Uh, okay. I get that. But I think that Donovan Mitchell is underrated. I think Gobert is underrated. I think the Jazz have been a juggernaut for several years now. I consider the Clipper victory over them in the playoffs last year to have been a fluke. You mean to tell me I'm getting almost three times better odds with the Jazz than with the Phoenix Suns? I'll take my chances. Right now on the NBA board, this Jazz futures prop seems to be mispriced to me. Anyway, that's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I think these teams right now are screaming values. Understand the way futures work. They're going to be other values. In other words, some elite team is going to stumble out the gate. You remember Kansas City last year, right? They're going to stumble. People are going to start saying, hey, is it over for them? They're not going to look at metrics like strength of schedule and turnovers, which can be corrected. Right? So some excellent team is going to stumble. Let's say Trey Lance comes out and doesn't look good. The Niners struggle a little bit early. Right? Some gamblers are going to panic. Some sports books are going to panic. They're going to become a screaming buy. Right? There are other teams at different prices that will add to this portfolio over time. But just understand right now, they're offering you deals that you simply won't be able to get at other times. Right? The Patriots at 25 to 1 to win it all. A team that was in the playoffs. The Ravens. John Harbaugh. I'm getting one of the best coaches in the National Football League, folks. Raven defense is always tough. I'm getting them at 22 to 1. Are you sure you want to give me Derrick Henry <laughs> at 20 to 1? The team that was the one seed? How about Green Bay? Forget last year. Let's go back to the year before that. When Green Bay played Tampa Bay. Right? Understand, folks. Let's go back a little bit before that, when Green Bay played San Francisco. Folks, Green Bay is consistently making it deep in the playoffs, aren't they? Okay, now this year was a plane crash. After a bye week, Green Bay, in the second round of the playoffs, 
loses a game where there are odd things happening. Block, punt, touchdown, special teams, miscue. Okay. Okay. Fine. Their quarterback's a four-time MVP winner. Right? It's actually an ensemble. Devontae Adams is one of the league's best receivers. Green Bay's defense, even in the Niner game, showed up, folks. This is one of the better defenses in the league. If you're in the area code of a casino and you hear that you're getting Green Bay, in my opinion, at greater than 10 to 1, even with the quarterback uncertainty, you need to say, hell, this is certainly worth the futures because I know if Rodgers resigns, and that's the risk involved, if Rodgers resigns, I know I'm not going to get a sniff at even 10 to 1. Here you're getting 14 to 1. You gotta be kidding me. Let me close with this. The MVP of the NBA. Right, folks, injuries happen, don't they? Dysfunction happens, doesn't it? You were looking at this prop, slumps happen, don't they? You were looking at this prop and you thought, wow, Kevin Durant is a juggernaut. You know, if his shoe size was just a little bit smaller, they may have gotten by the Bucks in the playoffs last year. Right? Durant looks like he can hit jumpers in his sleep, and he can do so from three. This is one of the all-time shooters. When you think Kevin Durant, you have to start thinking about people like Larry Bird. In other words, the shooting ability at the forward position is that rare. So, of course, you were getting real short odds on Kevin Durant as MVP. But Durant has had, in recent years, an injury history. Because Kevin Durant was getting real short odds, because Steph Curry was getting really short odds, in part because of his hunt for the Ray Allen's record. Right? Other guys, you might know them. Joker, Denver, were getting longer rods. Right? Joker was getting better than 10 to 1 odds recently. Well, you know the way things work. You want to play the variance. Right? James Harden, my goodness, great numbers. But you understand that James Harden is a guy who at times gets unhappy with his team. You understand that James Harden is a guy who, at times, wants to change teams. Well, guess what's happened, folks? KD gets hurt. Steph Curry gets in a slump. And some of the guys on the list that we recommended in an earlier video, the odds have changed dramatically. Now you're in the catbird seat. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, that voters aren't going to be hesitant to give a guy another MVP, right? There's going to be some fatigue in voting for a Joker, who is the reigning MVP, and in voting for Giannis, who has two MVPs already, right? But understand, when you have leverage, if a Joker or a Giannis 
is among the finalists for the MVP. And you're thinking to yourself, man, I got better than 10 to 1 odds on Joker when I took him. Then you can literally throw some money on Joker's competitors. Because you already have Joker covered. You're in the penthouse if Joker wins. But by throwing money on the competitors, you're getting a profit there too. So I want people who are skeptical of the futures market to just think about the volatility within the last eight weeks in the NBA MVP market. And you'll realize that when you see stars getting very long odds, and you're thinking, wow, is, is Joker healthy? You understand that Joker's team around him has some injuries, right? You understand that. You understand that the Nuggets might not be at the top of the West <laughs> at the end of the season. You understand that. But you also understand you're getting elite talent and that things happen to other players in the normal course. So you have a lot of guys over 30, Curry, right, KD, Harden. You have a lot of guys over 30 in the mix. You understand that there are injuries that take place, right? So in that market, just like we're doing now in the NFL, in that market a couple months ago, if you were savvy enough to just show up and say, wow, I'm getting these long odds on these people, right, who are superstars, just listen to the earlier video I made on it, right? Let me go take the play. Who knows what'll happen? Well, what's happened is Joker, Giannis, they're very much in the mix right now. Right? Guys like Harden, it's going to be difficult. Because you're going to have a group that are going to say, I really didn't like the way he left New Jersey after leaving Houston. Right? Take Joel Embiid. Wow, he's having a great year. Wow, he's a serious MVP candidate. He's also a guy who's had an injury history. There's also going to be some adjustment in chemistry in terms of him being able to play with James Harden, right? I believe Harden's the best player in the game. I believe they'll work it out because that's what Harden does. I thought Harden joined KD and Kyrie and was the best player, quite frankly, on the Nets. He was the glue that made it work. But you and I understand some politics is involved in the mix here. Harden's not winning MVP, folks, in my opinion. Whether I think he's the best or not, right? Embiid is going to have to stay healthy. That's been a challenge for him. Let's just say, given the volatility of the NBA MVP race, that's where you want to be. Anyway, those are a few thoughts on sports betting on this February 15th. Let me hear yours. I hope you leave those comments, those possible bets in the comment section of this video for other subscribers. Thanks for stopping by.